You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. And this is an episode of the Nursepreneur podcast. Today we have Damian Jenkins, who is a lead creator and an educational specialist. He owns the business The Nurse Speak. Uh, thank you, Damian, so much for being on our show today. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Great. So tell me uh, about you as a nurse, your background as a nurse, and how it kind of led to the Nurse Speak, and then we'll find out what the Nurse Speak is. Awesome. Yeah. So. Um, I am a second career nurse, um, like many people that I know. Um, Before I became a nurse, I was in the food and hospitality industry for about 15 years. And um, much like the people I know in that industry as well, they kind of made a mass exit when we were in our economic recession in the 2006, 2008 timeframe. And so um, I was accepted into nursing school in 2008 um, because I saw the, the decline in tips. I saw the decline in um, stores opening. I was a regional store opener for a multi-million dollar chain restaurant and then also head server. And so, you know, a, lar- a large portion of my income depended on tips and that became really unstable. And so, um, you know, one of the girls that I worked with at the restaurant um, her husband, um, who her husband now, who was I believe fiance at the time, uh, was a nurse at Johns Hopkins in the operating room, and just kind of getting to know them and learn a lot about the the role of the nurse specifically, um, and all the different opportunities it provided, and I got to see the financial stability um, that they had just simply based off of his income. Um, I thought to myself that that would be a good fit financially. And then also being from the service side of things, wanting to take care of people, wanting to meet their needs um, and make them feel happy and content. And then also having kind of a knack for science. I always did really well in science. I I thought that nursing would be a good fit and I was right. Um, I really excelled in nursing school and I enjoyed the whole process. And so I graduated in 2010 and then from there, I started straight in subacute rehab at a long-term care facility, did that for a year and a half, decided I wanted to go back to school for nursing education because I already knew I was an educator. I already was inspired by many of my professors. I, I saw a huge need in nursing education um, from my onboarding and then also the onboarding of people around me. And so I went back into school and went and did an RN to MSN bridge and graduated with my master's degree in nursing education in 2014. And all the while I had moved to acute care, did almost every gambit in a acute care setting except for um, the ED and pediatrics, but I pretty much did everything else. And then I also did agency nursing and travel nursing, and I was an adjunct faculty member for the <laughs> same college that I graduated with my Um, ADN and got my RN license from. Um, And so, you know, it's just kind of a full circle. And then just recently, I've been, um, I've been doing staff development nurse education for a hospital group that I had 
been very familiar with for many years as an adjunct faculty member bringing you know individuals to their clinical practice to get their hours and their and their practice and evaluations done and so it's just i really kind of made a full circle with starting as a nurse identifying a need you know really moving towards what i wanted to accomplish you know by getting additional certification and experience and you know all the while um, that that burning desire and passion for nursing education and helping people i kind of found myself into building my business the nurse speak which has been going on for um almost three full years now oh wow yeah. <laughs> that's amazing uh so that when did you originally come up with the idea for nurse speak and when did you realize that it could be a business that you can make it so I came up with the nurse speak. Um, actually, it started as the nurse speak blog. Um, so in 2015, I started a blog because I wanted to share my expertise and um, kind of address some of the more serious issues that a lot of the nursing community was talking about or facing. But I wanted to really bring kind of an educational point of view where it was more than just pointing out the flaws and complaining and, you know, uh, kind of venting. I wanted to be more of a, well, this is why things are the way they are. This is what has been done in the past. This is what we should do based off of, you know, work ethics, the, you know, the practice acts, you know, the ANA guidelines, so on and so forth. That way it was more than just yeah, we know there's a problem with staffing. Yes, we know there's a problem with the hospitals expecting too much of nurses. Yes, we know there's a problem with workplace bullying and lateral violence, but I wanted to actually speak to them in a more educated and supportive manner. So you use the blog as a way to do that to start off? Yeah, so you know, with creating that blog came some recognition. Um, not only did I receive recognition from you know, professional organizations like the American Journal of Nursing, you know, the Australian Midwives Association, um, and many others. But I also started to get recognition from my colleagues at the school. You know, working as an adjunct faculty member, of course they can evaluate me on the work that I do within the institution, but having the blog and having some content that didn't belong to the college was really a way for them to see, oh, you know, Damien has a knack for really helping people and really educating. He has a real passion um, for going above and beyond and making sure that when he accepts a challenge to educate and teach and support and mentor that he's going to do really well doing it. And so they, they used me to their, to their advantage, which, you know, I, I definitely appreciate um, the opportunity. But when they had some of their students that weren't successful, uh, passing the NCLEX, they simply asked, hey, Damien, we know you like to teach. We know you like to help um, support. Could, do you think you would be interested in maybe, you know, tutoring for NCLEX prep? Is that something you've ever thought about? And I said, well, I've never actually tutored anyone for NCLEX. <laughs> I've, I've talked about NCLEX in some of my articles before because it is a hot topic, but you know, I passed the NCLEX on the first time at 75 questions, so maybe I can tutor them. And so, you know, I accepted the challenge and I took on, you know, 
five, six, seven students. And by the time I'm getting to the seventh student and then they all pass after tutoring with me, I thought to myself, wow, I could turn all of this that I've created into a legitimate business because I'm sorry, did you, did you charge those students at first or was that something that you just kind of did as a favor for the, so, so funny story is, you know, I asked the school, well, what should I do about, you know, um, about fees? And they were like, well, you know, we can't really support in, um, you know, providing fees or, or getting into any kind of contract negotiation. So that would be a negotiation between you and the student. And so, you know, me being an educator and working for the college and having some of the students that I tutored, previous students of mine, um, of course, those individuals I didn't charge. I just felt obligated to help them. They were a student of mine at some point throughout their nursing program, whether it was at clinical or in the classroom or in the skills lab. Um, so, of course, you know, many people, when you help them out, you know, they they give gifts and things like that. <laughs> you know, I graciously accepted some thank you gifts, but I didn't charge at first. Um, but after probably the fourth referral, um, I started charging because it is time consuming. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm not making any money while I'm with this individual um, and I still have bills to pay. So I need to figure out a way how I can make money doing this. And so after just a very brief contemplation, I said, you know what? I just need to start a website, get all the resources that I have together, and then start putting it all together and marketing it and saying, this is what I can do for you. This is how I can help you. And that's really where the Nurse Speak was born. So let me ask you this, um, you know, because it's always a lot of nurses go through this transition because when you're doing something for free, you know, obviously everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon. But of when course. you switch to a kind of like that paid version, all of a sudden people have to think really hard about whether they want to even give you a dollar for that matter. But um, so how did you deal with that, that transition from free to paid? And was it a big deal or did they seem to take it pretty well? Um, so, yeah, it's it's. It's really great that you mentioned that because that probably is the hardest part, that hardest transition to get through. Um, fortunately for me, um, it wasn't one of those transitions where I was just, it was all or nothing. I was jumping straight in. This was kind of a more of a, a side hustle for me. So it allowed me the flexibility to, you know, slowly go through that transition. And so what I did is I moved from doing favors to then only accepting individuals who were serious and who were invested in making sure that they got the best tutoring possible. And so, you know, and and so then I started to think about it. Well, what if I were someone looking for tutoring? What are the questions I would ask? And so then I started to write out these questions and I started thinking about it. And so things like, well, you know, how do you guarantee my success? (laughs) You know, that's a very tough question to answer Mm -hmm. when you are tutoring someone. And so I had to create a, you know, satisfaction guarantee policy. You know, I had to create a, you know, you're getting time and expertise and one-to-one attention with me versus another product or service, which is something many other NCLEX prep companies or tutors, you know, don't offer. 
you know, I give you a certain amount of time that has been shown time and time again to provide the essentials, you know, strategies that you need to pass the NCLEX. I kind of listed out the process and then after, you know, so many clients and they're all at a hundred percent pass rate, then I started kind of advertising that. And so, you know, before I knew it, like within a couple months of going through that process, I was turning away clients because I'm still working full time for someone else, um, which is good and bad. <laughs> yeah, that's like the, you know, a lot of us get stuck in that area where we're in a full time job yet and that money's good, but it's like impeding our business, which isn't quite up to snuff for full time payments. <laughs> and it's like, so now you're exactly. juggling two full time jobs, basically. Exactly. Um, so yeah, because you, you mentioned the, um, the, the competition of, of sorts and there's like some pretty hefty competition in the space that you're in. Big. Um, Big yeah. Time. yeah. <laughs> uh, so how did you, so you differentiate it by having one-on-one, -on -one, uh, consultations with the students. Is that how you, you differentiate? Yeah. It? Yeah. That's really the bread and butter of what I do. It's I'm giving almost a, you know, a very specialized, very focused, very individualized and personalized tutoring experience for the clients. That's how I separate myself from the rest of the competition. Now, eventually, as I, you know, scale and expand the business to make more money and, and put my reach out further, online courses and seminars and webinars and things like that are coming. Um, actually, a, a lot of those things are going to be popping up in this coming year. Um, because at the end of March, I will no longer be working full time for another organization. I'll have the time to really put in doing those extra things. But oh, exciting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said that's really exciting. Yeah, it is. It's a little scary, but it's a good scary. You know, I'm nervous, but I'm 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 not nervous about not being successful because I know with you know the passion and the commitment will come the reward. Um, but you know, it's just, it's different. It's gonna be different, but I'm really looking forward to that opportunity. Um, but, but the one-to-one -one availability, that service line that I offer now will always be something I offer. As the additional products and services and streams, uh, revenue streams come in, you know, maybe the one-to-one -one individualized tutoring will become a little bit more selective. Um, it might be a little bit harder for people to get that service. They might have a much longer wait list than they do now. Um, but that's expected as anyone, you know, becomes, uh, you know, I, I guess a little bit more well-known and established in the industry that they're in. Right. So do you have a, a process that's, um, I guess, duplicatable at some level that you could teach people or license people in your process to step in and to be the one-on-one -on -one so that you don't have to be that one-on-one -on -one for everybody? Yeah, I am actually, that's something that I'm working on. I'm, I'm working on creating my own kind of uh, workbook or, you know, my, um, I, I guess you'd call it like a master plan or a teacher's guide, if you will. Um, I don't know if there's an industry term for it, but yeah, just literally stepping out um, every single process that I go through to make sure that we're meeting success for these clients. You know, the minimum accuracy scores that they have to meet on the practice assignments that they're provided. 
you know, the how to grade the assignments that are given to them to make sure that they're meeting the standard. Um, you know, a lot of the test prep companies have a certain percentage that they want their, their um, clients to be at to say that they're at a high likelihood of passing. My standard goes well above that standard. Um, so, you know, I've, I've been very upfront and um, transparent with all of my clients that you will work hard when you're tutoring with me, but that's what guarantees the success. And so it's by taking that initiative to really think about those things ahead of time, I think I will be able to, you know, bring on other educators in the future who want to do this, who can do this, and, you know, go through the training and then have their own manual, and then they could be able to do the same thing. Right. Yeah. And that's why I, I love doing these podcasts because, you know, I feel like I get a lot of people in their earlier stages and I know like in a couple of years from now, you'll be that big Kaplan type company or something. I'll be like, I know that guy. <laughs> I hope so. That's the dream, right? So now the nurse speak has, it seems to have evolved past NCLEX as well. It looks like you do other things. That is correct. Um, so I've also with the blogging, um, I've been able to establish myself as a nursing content writer, um, which has been really nice kind of side hustle. Um, there's plenty of markets and um, companies that I haven't tapped into. And again, that's just the sheer time of, you know, being able to produce the content. And, you know, I'll, I'll say it one more time uh, in case people haven't gotten the point. But if you're working for someone else, then you're not going to be able to do all the things that you want to do in your business. And so I do want to have more time to be able to produce more regular content so I can increase how much of my work is getting out into the world through, you know, other blogs, companies, you know, seminars, even publications in the future, because um, I really, really enjoy writing. So that's another service that I offer. Um, I currently write for some some big hitters out there, and you can find some examples of those on my webpage. Um, but then I also just recently um, started doing national conference speaking. I want to start hosting webinars and um, you know organizational presentations and things of that nature. So how, what is kind of your plan to get into different organizations? Do you um, have contacts in these places or do you just kind of look them up or? So currently I'm going to be focusing on, um, you know, a variety of personal and professional experiences. So, um, you know, being a member of the National Nurses and Business Association, uh, I do have a wonderful network of individuals who I could always reach out to and see, you know, what speaking engagements and things are coming up. Um, because I am a nurse educator through and through, I can speak to almost any nursing topic, but I want to focus on things that are going to be uh, a little bit more close to home. So things like, you know, how to, you know, um, get through some difficult transitions in your career because um, starting out in nursing I didn't have the easiest transition I, I felt like I met a lot of resistance and that I wasn't really supported the way that I felt I should have been and through persistence and determination to grow and develop myself even without that support you know I feel like it has really helped me in my career 
Um, so, you know, speaking to things like that, maybe going to nursing student conferences and speaking to them about their role and what they're going through and how they could be successful. Obviously going to any kind of NCLEX prep related seminar, maybe nursing school, things like that. Um, but then, you know, just recently at the National Nurses and Business Association, I did a presentation on brand identity. Um, I'm not a brand identity expert by any means, but you know, going through the process of launching my business and, and learning about brand identity and what it takes to have a consistent, cohesive brand identity that elicits that positive response from your target audience, I was able to speak to that. So many aspiring entrepreneurs or people just getting started um, really found that presentation valuable. So I would really like to do um, more things like that. So let me ask you, um, are these speaking engagements, are they a mix of paid and free? And if they're free, like how do you end up getting paid from something like this? Yeah, so, you know, kind of always, this is the one thing that frustrates me uh, <laughs> most probably is until you establish yourself and build a resume, people want you to do things for free. Yes. All right. They tell you it's for exposure which isn't completely false. It does expose you. It, it does get you to have a new skill set to go through the process. And so oftentimes I look at the, the, the beginning um, engagements or gigs as kind of your clinical that you do in nursing school, right? You have to go through the process. And so you're not getting paid to do it. In school, you're paying to do it. Um, but it's so you can learn those skills and you can hone those skills and get better so then you can get to the prize of getting paid. And so that's kind of how I view these. So many of the first timers will be, hey, we won't pay you, but we'll cover the cost of the conference, um, which is nice. So essentially you're getting paid. It's a very nominal fee, but you're getting paid something and it does open up the doors for more opportunity. Um, but then, you know, always ask if you can get into the paid gigs. And that's what I have been doing. And, you know, to my surprise, but also expectation, if I'm putting out a good product, I should get paid for my time and my work. And so that's starting to happen for me as well. That's awesome. Yeah, I just uh, wanted to clarify that because a lot of, um, especially new, I think, nurses that are getting started might have expectations of you know you're not going to do anything unless you get paid and I you know I think there's kind of a give and take that you that's there um, yeah there's definitely a give and take if you come out unestablished nobody knows who you are you don't really have a resume to prove that you've been through the trenches and done it and you know no matter what level you are in nursing um, the one thing that I struggled with the most but I fully understand now is that if you don't have the actual experience, a degree or certification means nothing. Because in nursing, they wanna make sure you can do the work. And sometimes you can only really demonstrate being able to do the work by going through and actually doing it, not just learning about it. Right, yeah. yeah, we seem to like certifications and degrees in nursing. I'm, you know, I'm a big, I have like a, a million degrees and certifications and they never really got me 
what I wanted. I, right. It wasn't until I started focusing um, all my efforts on one thing, and I don't even need a certification to do it. You know. Yeah, isn't isn't it funny how it works out that way? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a good lesson, and that's one that I try and teach. So I, I'm, you know, I'm glad that you're teaching um, brand identity as well because it's something I think nurses could benefit from. Absolutely. I can't tell you how many nurses I've had that have been like, well, I do pain control, endocrinology, rheumatology, OB. Um, and you're like, none of those. Don't, none. <laughs> Don't do any That's of that. That sounds uh, like a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pick something. <laughs> yeah. How about one thing in that broad field? Yeah, that's what I'd like to see for, for nurses. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting off topic here, but uh, it is definitely something I, I want to see happen for nurses. I wanted to see their expertise come through and it comes through in like something specific that they choose, a specialty, if you will. Yeah. And, you know, Katie, this is not off topic. This is exactly what this whole podcast is about is, you know, nurses in business. And so it is that transition from going from just thinking patient care, disease management and, you know, wellness and prevention to actually thinking about how you can market yourself, position yourself and be able to expand beyond making a few dollars. Because if you're going to have a business, you need to make money. Right. Now you are on the, in the process of getting ready to, to move. Um, so how is this going to affect your business um, and getting clients? Uh, what are you going to do first when you move? So being that when I move, I'm going to be full time doing the nurse speak. Um, I anticipate that my availability is going to open up. So I've had many clients on a wait list for a while now. So my availability will open up some for those wait lists. So I'll have an influx of individuals. Um, but then I'm also really focusing on positioning myself at conferences and um, seminars and then also hosting webinars. So almost immediately, I'm going to start opening up some new revenue streams for myself. Um, uh, just a few months ago, I hired two individuals. Um, so there's two people on the team now working with me. Um, one is helping me with content development and another person is helping me with um, digital um, marketing and email campaigning and social media type stuff helping me with a lot of like the design um, for my marketing materials because I'm going to be um, investing in some um, exhibitor tables at some conferences coming up. And, and so it's just going to be a lot of kind of ground setting um, the first few months of 2020. And then I'm hoping by summer is when I really start to pick up in sales. That's awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited for you. Um, so you. tell us, give us uh, to just kind of wind up here. What is the the three to five year plan? What is the what does Nurse Speak look like in a few years from now? Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm hoping in three to five years that I will be um, at a minimum a common name in the nursing education community across our nation. Um, whether it's in the specialty of NCLEX prep or whether it is um, someone that you want to go and listen to at a conference presentation or um, someone that you want to get on a podcast with or, um, you know, just, just kind of to establish myself as a very passionate, very dedicated, and very proud nurse educator. 
Um, that's really why I'm doing this. My, my sole mission is to help more nurses get into the workforce and to help them stay in the workforce. That's my sole mission. And so if I could do that through, you know, my passion for nursing education, that's exactly, you know, my plan. And um, it's what I will be doing for as long as I can um, be on this earth to do it. That's awesome. So uh, tell everybody where we can find you and how we can get uh, your services. Awesome. So you can find me at thenursespeak.com. Um, everything that you need is there. All my social media links and all, everything is there. But I'm also on Facebook at The Nurse Speak. I have two Facebook groups, The Nurse Speak Facebook group and the Help I Failed the NCLEX Facebook group. And also... <laughs> You can also find me on Instagram at the nurse speak, Twitter at the nurse speak, and you can find me on LinkedIn as Damian Jenkins. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for, for being on the podcast with us today. Thank you so much, Katie. It was a real pleasure.